Welcome to the Claudio Rosano Show on ClaudioRosano.com, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Claudio will be speaking to sports legends from the 70s, 80s, and 90s about their careers, business, and what they're doing now. He will also hold roundtable discussions with some old friends about trending topics in the world of sports. And now, here's Claudio. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Claudio Relsano Show, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. As always, want to thank Rick Mitchell for the introductions and my fantastic producer, Adam Zalouf. Always appreciate Adam. Well, we have, I love all my guests. Love when these two guys are on the show. Uh, always enjoy doing shows with them. Always enjoy being with them. NFL scout, award-winning writer, TV host, TV producer, boxing announcer, smoking Jim Frazier, and producer, TV host, cameraman, mentor, another great guy, Luther Dupree. Thank you guys for being on the show as always. My uncle Tony in Italy always says, when are Luther and Jim going to be on? When are Luther and Jim? I think he likes you more than me, but thank you for being on the show. Hey, Claudio, thanks for having us. It's always a pleasure, man. You're the best of the business. Well, because of you guys. Hey. What's going on, Jim? Hey, thanks for having us, Adam. He don't say, you know, he never says thank you for having me you on, know, Claudio. Yeah. <laughs> I thought me and Jim were tight, but that's all right. All right, let's start off. Before we talk about the Super Bowl, a uh, lot to talk about. I know Luther is just busting at the seams to talk about it. But real quick, we're going to talk about the two Halls of Fame, or Hall of Fame's Major League Baseball and NFL. Now, Major League Baseball, for the second time in, I don't know, 20 years, 20-some years or whatever it was, they did not vote anybody in. And I was okay with nobody getting in with the exception of the guys who should have gotten in, and that's Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens. And and I'm good with Schilling being in. Um, uh, You know, he was a big, big big-game pitcher. His numbers regular season were, were pretty good, but big game pitcher, he was a big game pitcher. Um, and I know that uh, Luther is going to say a line that I he's the only one that I've heard say this, this thought. Um, maybe other people have, but I've just heard Luther say it. And I'll, I'll tell him to say it. But, you know, Bonds and Clemens, they weren't caught with anything, number one, but everybody has their assumptions and, or thoughts. That's That's fine. But they were also going up against pitchers and hitters who were on performance enhancement PEDs. So everybody knows that era was loaded with it, I guess. And uh, I think that it's time that you allow those guys to get in. And Schilling, whatever it is, he's, I guess he's posted things on uh, Twitter that, that weren't very good or very smart to say. But, you know, I think that the Hall of Fame should be about what your on-the-field performances. Judge Landis, uh, Kennesaw Mountain Landis, is in the Hall of Fame, and he was one of the people who kept African-Americans out of the damn, out of the baseball, and he's in the Hall of Fame. So you want to talk about moral? You know, th- 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 that, that should strike that out of the, out of the damn picture right there. Um, nobody's perfect. Those guys put up numbers before they were accused and after, but I think it would be good for baseball for not only Bonds, not only Clemens, not only Schilling, but also I think it's time to put Pete Rose in. I know, Jim Frazier, you have some opinions on that. Your thoughts on that? Um, hey, Claudio, I agree, man. You know, listen, uh, Pete Rose was, in my opinion, the greatest baseball player of all time. Wasn't even anybody even close. Nobody will hit, have 4,000 hits again. What he did after his post-playing uh, career, in my opinion, um, has nothing to do uh, with what he was doing on the foot, on the baseball field. Uh, Charlie Hustle, and uh, you know, if he was gambling as a coach, don't put him in as a coach. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. put him in as a player. And what about Bonds, Clemens, and Schilling? Well. Um, and um, what's what's the what's the white Irishman that I like uh, that hit Connor all the home runs before Barry? Oh, oh, oh no, uh, <laughs> McGuire, McGuire, McGuire. I never thought of Maguire. him about being an Irishman, but yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> McGuire always says McGuire is the only player I would have ever paid to to watch uh, play baseball 
Hit bombs, Barry Bonds. These guys saved baseball. Baseball yeah, was going under for the last time. No World Series. They saved baseball. And for baseball to turn around and not stab them in the back, but stab them in the front, which is worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, I think it's a shame. Now, Luther... Before you Listen, go on about Bonds, tell tell our audience your your thoughts on the managers and 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 your thoughts about that. Well, of course, Claudio. How can you put the managers in of these players? Tony Larusso, the Joe Torres. They were in the locker room. They saw these guys, but somehow they still get to get into the Hall of Fame. But the greatest players, Barry Bonds. Whether you thought he used something or not, he never failed a test. He was going to the Hall of Fame. You know, before he blew up and hit 70 home runs. Roger Clemens, one of the greatest. Kurt Schilling. These guys need to be in. And I'm like, Jim, Pete Rose needs to be in. It's not the Hall of Morality. It's the Hall of Fame. On the field, these guys never failed a test, and they always performed. You can't have a Hall of Fame without those three. One of the greatest hitters, you know, the all-time home run leader. You got the all-time hits leader. You got Roger Clemens. Get these guys in there. I mean, it's ridiculous. I hate the way these writers, these people, act like, you know, they're perfect and these guys might have used something. We don't have any hard evidence, no right. felt tests. Get these guys in there. How are the managers in there? But the guys who actually hit the home runs, who struck out these guys, they're not in. It's garbage. It's garbage. Luther, I, how I don't about like the, guys, the way the whole how, thing is done. How about the guys who were caught, um, the failed test that had the big numbers? Would you allow them in if they no. had the big? I mean, they, okay. they failed. They failed a test. I okay. mean, you know, uh, they get out. They went there and they act like they couldn't speak English. And uh, <laughs> who was that? Palmero. So, so, so. Yeah. I did not use steroids. Two years later, he gets stuck caught with right. one of the oldest steroids in the book. Come on. But these guys, they never failed a test. You know, I don't know if they were using a cream in the clear or whatever, but they never failed a test, and they performed. Get them in the Hall of Fame if you want to do a separate wing or whatever, they need to be in there. I think it's a disgrace. This is why baseball is a dying sport. Jim, do you think Luther mentioned LaRusso and Joe Torre because they have a vowel at the end of their name? Do you think it has something to do with it or what? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? When Luther said that on, on one of our shows, the Steel City Sports World, I, I said, you know what? He He's right. And I have not heard anybody else say that. Maybe they have. But look, if you let them in, which they deserve to be in, but right. those win- but those wins are from guys that and Mark McGuire was one of them because he played for Larusa. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how you can let one in, but you can't let the other. You know, Larusa that- had a whole team full, not just McGuire. Yeah. McGuire, <laughs> he had uh, McGuire a couple times. Jose Canseco, Canseco, all these guys. I mean, most of his career was built on these guys juicing up. Yeah. Now, um, that, like I said, I'd like to see those guys, and I think it would be good for the game. You know, they always talk about the game, the game. Everything's good for the game. Well, I think putting now, – now, Pete Rose, I understand you can't put him on the field on a decision-making position. Plus, he's a lot older now. I get that. But I think he'd be a good – he's a fantastic ambassador for the game, as I think Clemens and Bonds would be, especially Pete Rose. But having said that, they deserve to be in. And the last thing about this – you know, obviously Hank Aaron unfortunately passed away. But but think about this. Hank Aaron broke the I would guess the all time record in sports. Babe Ruth seven hundred and fourteen home runs. Hank Aaron broke that. And not only that, take all away his home runs. Look at what his look at his hits. Look look at the all star games. Look at the numbers he put up, right? And not every Hall of Fame voter at that time, voted for him. He did not get 100% of the votes. Now, how can you... Now, Jim, uh, you are a voter um, for some hall of, for some halls of fames. Uh, how can somebody, a voter, see... Willie Mays didn't get all the votes. Joe DiMaggio didn't get all the votes. Ted Williams didn't get all the votes. Uh, Nolan Ryan didn't get all the votes. And these are, these are guys who had all-time numbers. Nolan Ryan had all-time strikeouts. Ted Williams, obviously the greatest hitter of all time. Willie Mays is you know, what the hell? William is Willie Mays. How can you get a ballot, Jim, as a voter, and say I'm not voting for that guy, even if you don't like him? 
Well, we can't. Well, hey, hold uh, on, Claudia. Who, who hold on. Before, you, before you jump in, you're going to ask Jim that. We're talking about a guy who's holding Curtis Martin out of a City League Hall of Fame because of some unknown reason. You talk about bias. It's a picture of Jim in the dictionary next to it. He won't let Curtis Martin, he won't let me in to the City League. He won't let a whole lot of guys <laughs> let for his reasons you gotta let the Luke City League Hall of Fame. But, and he's in the NFL Hall of Fame. Come on, Jim. Talk about your bias and these other guys' bias. <laughs> well, well, let me let me ask you and Luther this. Who did Willie Mays play for? New York Giants, San Francisco Giants, a number New York, play, New York, number New York teams, Mets. Jim. Well, he played in two the cities. Giants and, and the Mets. And and uh, and and Hank Aaron played for Milwaukee Braves, Braves right? Num- yeah. right? And Brewers. Now, yeah. now, now, this is this is the reason why he didn't get a hundred percent of the vote. There was two teams that offered um, Hank Aaron a contract when he came out of the Negro Leagues, the the um, Braves and the Giants. Just think, he could have played his whole career with Willie Mays, him in right field, Willie at center field. But the Braves offered him $50 more. So that probably the back voters. Then. Yeah, really. So probably the voters for the Giants didn't vote him in because he, he, he walked away with $50 more. So, <laughs> so I can understand why he didn't get 100% of the vote. Well, you know what, though? Now, now, real quick, I don't want to stay too long. We have so much on, so much to talk about. But, okay, Barry Bonds was a little tough on reporters. Steve Carlton wouldn't even talk to reporters, okay? But Hank Aaron was always known as a gentleman. Right. Always known as a gentleman. You can't, you can't throw one thing. Think about that for a second. You can't throw one thing on... Hank Aaron, that it'll stick. You can say this guy was a bad guy. This guy did this. This guy drank. This guy was whatever. You can't say anything about Hank Aaron, nothing. So my question is, what? Okay, you didn't vote him in. Great. What is your whoever's the head of that should say? Okay, you didn't vote him in. Tell us why you didn't vote him in. And, and I, I'm just, I would love to know the answer to that. I, I would just, I would just love to know the answer to that. But. Hopefully those guys, hopefully baseball will stop being so uh, tight, tight-assed, I guess you can say, and and just do what's right for the game. Put those guys in. Can you imagine the celebration, especially for Pete Rose? Can you imagine that the, the, the people would flock to that? And it would be an event. It would be an event, and, and I'd like to see it. And like Luther said, you know, the game is, is suffering a little bit. But now the NFL Hall of Fame uh, this year announced their inductees. Peyton Manning, obviously. Calvin Johnson, uh, obviously. Charles Woodson finally got in, which was good. John Lynch, uh, I thought was a nice pickup. Uh, Tom Flores won a Super Bowl with Oakland, had a nice career. Alan Fanica here in Pittsburgh. Uh, and, and Drew Pearson, who I was uh, was definitely deserving, and every year was very upset. And he hurt. would cry every year. Yeah. Crying cry Drew, what they call him. And he finally got in. And Bill Nunn finally which I don't know why it took so long. Bill Nunn, the architect of, and Chuck Knoll would say it, and the Roonies would say it, and now finally the NFL is saying it. Uh, he was inducted. Uh, so tell us, uh, before we go into a few people who didn't get in on my list and your list, uh, Luther, your thoughts on, again, Manning, Johnson, Woodson, Lynch, Pearson, Flores, and Fanica, and Bill Nunn, that class. Wow, this, this class, star-studded. You got Peyton Manning. Uh, what can you say about this guy? What he did with the Colts, then went to the Broncos, won another Super Bowl, had pretty much all the records when he retired, was a field general. He just couldn't beat Tom Brady enough to get more Super Bowls. Um, what can you say about that? Charles Woodson, I'm really happy about this guy. I didn't know if he was really going to get in. Um, but all he did was Oakland. He had one of the greatest plays, and they took it from him when they made up a rule for Tom Brady, the first of many rules they made up for Tom Brady. <laughs> Uh, the tuck rule, you know, he caused that fumble. It should have been us against the Raiders uh, in that championship game. Yeah. But he, he did his thing. Green Bay, you know, not too many players chose Green Bay. He went to Green Bay and, and won another Super Bowl or won a Super Bowl. So that was good. I was happy for him. Just a great ambassador for the game. Of course, you got a uh, Troy Palomalu, great safety. You oh, know, that's from last year. Yeah, yeah. Man, he was just he was just amazing. He would do things that's still aren't done. 
you know, he would just walk around, jump over the center for a sack. I mean, that's just, just amazing what he did, man. He was just a pioneer. And what I'm happy about is Bill Nunn. Yeah. You know, the great teams of the 70s wouldn't have been there without him. He got a lot of guys from the black, from the HBCUs, the Mel Blunts, Donnie Shells. Oh, man, it was just, it was, I'm glad that he's finally getting in. It's a little too late if you ask me, but definitely a star-studded class. Alan Fanica, you know, I know he was upset when Ben got the starting spot, but uh, as a blocker, you can't say anything about him. He was definitely uh, one of the best there is. So I'm, I'm happy with this class. And if they're allowed fans, I may go check it out. Bill Cowher, Audi, it's like a Steeler class, right, basically. Right. So I may end up going there, depending on how this pandemic is moving. I'm, I may try to get out there for this one. We should do a show out there, Luth. We that should do would be Steel perfect. Hey, we'll, we'll see if we're allowed to. Is you know? Jim allowed? Is Jim allowed in Canton? I don't know. Jim's probably banned from there. Right. <laughs> one of the many places Jim is banned. One of the probably. many places. That's right. Jim, what what do you think about uh, the Hall of Fame? Inductees. Uh, well, well, first of all, um, I'm not going to talk about yet who should be in, but uh, hey, listen, John Lynch is long overdue. I'm glad he got in. No yeah. way that I'm putting Kelvin Johnson in the Hall of Fame. He's a quitter. Um, what? You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I thought I thought that was ridiculous. Listen, uh, Tony Dungy's a mentor of mine. I interviewed him plenty of times. Tony Dungy don't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, but since he's in the Hall of Fame, uh, they're throwing the, they had to throw a Hispanic in there and Tom Flory, <laughs> who don't deserve to be in there. I love Drew Pearson. He should have been in last year if they was going to put him in. They didn't put him in last year with 20 players. Why are you putting the crying Drew in right now? Listen, Bill Nunn, another uh, mentor of mine, there's nobody that I have more respect for, Bill Nunn, but he has no business going into the Hall of Fame over Dick Haley, who put 13 players in the Hall of Fame, and all of them didn't go to black schools. Terry Bradshaw, Lynn Swan, Jack Lambert, Mike Webster, Jack Ham, Joe Green, Rob Woodson, Bill Coward, Damani Dawson, and Andy Russell should be in there. Then was all Dick Haley. How are you going to put somebody that worked for Dick Haley into the Hall of Fame just because Black Lives Matter. Well, I'm wow. good with Haley getting in. Haley should get in as well. He um, should get in, but don't, don't be, no shade should, at Bill Nunn, Jim. For, he should, hold on, Jim. He should, be in before, he should be in before Bill Nunn. I agree he should be in, but Bill Nunn changed the game by going where teams weren't going before and build up something. They had the stars, and then they got stars for the black schools. What? That's something that what? hadn't been done. What? And what you what? said about Calvin George is garbage. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me, let me correct you. Did you ever hear the Kansas City Chiefs? They started it. The Steelers copied off the Kansas we took, City. Did, did the they Steelers take it to another scout? level, Jim? Did the Steelers take it to another level? Yes, they did. And Bill Nunn was the, was the main driving force behind that. All right. Anyway, that, I want to go back to Calvin Johnson. Come on, this guy led the NFL. They copied that off the Miami Dolphins. They steal everything. Yeah, they right, steal a, everything. Listen, they listen, sold the yo, terrible yo, towel yo, off Miami. Yo. Now they sold the Bill Nunn. <laughs> looking like <laughs> off the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, Jim, you're, you're wrong on that one. We all know that. But Kelvin Johnson, 6'5", 240, running a 4'3". Listen, in his nine years, he led the NFL in receiving yards, over 11,000, 84 touchdowns. 87 yards per game, 4,600-yard games, uh, 5,200-yard games. Come on, this guy was a freak of nature. Once again, Detroit ran out another once-in-a-lifetime talent. They did the same thing right. with Barry Sanders, and they did it again with Calvin Johnson, and they just traded a quarterback who was putting up great numbers in Matt Stafford. It's Detroit Lions. The organization is horrible. They just hired a coach from New England that was garbage. They let him stay three years too long. That organization is horrible. He still put up great numbers. Don't don't come with the slander that he shouldn't be in there. He he was amazing. He was great for years. It's a shame that he had to go to Detroit. Otherwise, we would well, be talking you, about you him as the greatest you, receiver of all time. Hey, hey, Stop hey, that nonsense, Jim. Stat. You missed Pardon out me? one other stat. You said you said six five two forty with a four three forty, but you forgot to mention the yellow streak down the middle of his back. How many <laughs> playoff wins? How many playoff wins did he? Did it's he, did Detroit. He 
It's Detroit, hey, it's the greatest Detroit. running back I've Detroit seen. They the ran him out team. early. That organization took the life and the Jimmy, love of the game from you, Jim. Jimmy, you and that's admit, a fact. With Calvin Johnson, they, they all. No way. There's no way in this year you got three first-year guys going in. Charles Woodson should be going in, although he should never have won a Heisman over Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning should be going in. This guy cannot be a first ballot Hall of Famer when T.O. wasn't a first ballot Hall of Famer. Let, 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 here, you go, here you go. Here you go with those biased rules, Jim. Here you go. Listen, I agree yeah, T.O. should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. But T.O. also had that situation where the writers didn't like him. They wanted to punish him. And he didn't show up anyway. Right, <laughs> so, right. But, but Charles Johnson – Listen, he was a guy that every – Calvin Johnson, I mean, was a guy that everybody loved. He was a freak. You had to put two guys on him. He was a monster, You're Jim. You're impressed with 83 touchdowns. You're impressed with 83 touchdowns when they it's throw Detroit. the ball. It's Detroit. He was getting Is triple and double oh, covered. Oh, my goodness. With who? With triple who? and who double coverage. That? Triple coverage, and thing, Jim. No, you have to understand, no, Jim, no, he never no. had a quarterback. Never had a quarterback throw to him either. Oh my goodness! We just changed how many Hall of Famers did Calvin Johnson play with? How many great All Pros did he play with? The whole game plan was, hey, triple cover Calvin Johnson, and we'll make somebody else beat us. And he still put up amazing numbers. First ballot, Jim. Stop the madness. They drafted receivers every year to help him out because he was getting triple coverage, and they kept failing. Luther, they who, still don't have a – who, who, who were Calvin Johnson's quarterbacks? Stafford was one, and that was later on in his career. Right. Other Thank than you. that, it Thank was guys you. who aren't even Thank in the league anymore. A bunch they, of backups. They're a bunch of backups and a bunch of C-level guys, C and D-level quarterbacks, C and D-level running backs, C and D-level offensive linemen. It's the Detroit. About Tampa the Bay organization is garbage. And now they're Super Bowl champions. Tom Brady comes in a winner with some heart. Kelvin Johnson with a yellow streak down the back won't go over the middle. You know what I mean? Hey, give me the alley oop around the goal line. And still, he only had 83 touchdowns. Well, well, let me let me give you some factual information instead of your fake news. I would never put him in. Hey, Jim. I can put you in the city league hall of fame before I put Nick Kevin Johnson in, and we know you're banned. Hey, hey, Jim. Let me let me tell you something. Trump isn't in office anymore. Enough of the fake news. Listen, NFL quarterback Akeem Talib said he, in my opinion, is the LeBron James of football. One of a kind receiver. There'll be another one. Like, there'll never be another one like him. An all-pro quarterback. <laughs> this man was sna- this man was snatching chains off of grown men during games. What are you talking about, Jim? He knows the receiver when he sees it. And if you weren't tough, he would snatch your gold chain off of you. All right, hey, real quick. Before we go to commercial, we'll talk about the Super Bowl. Jim, you said you had some people who should be in. Uh, I have three that I'd like to see in, and I'm sure there's more. But, uh, Jim, who do you say should be in that, that, that isn't in the NFL Hall of Fame? First of all, the greatest tackle to ever play the game, college or pros, was Tony Baselli. How he's not in there and Calvin Johnson is, I'll never know. <laughs> Leroy Butler shouldn't even be on the list. You know what I mean? Torrey Holt will never get in, in my opinion. I would never put him in. But Clay Matthews, 1,500 tackles. He played for 20 years. The best middle outside linebacker, him or Jack Ham, flip a coin. You know what I mean? Then you can start on number three with LT and some of the others. Clay Matthews deserved to be in. It's reverse discrimination is the reason why. Clay Matthews not oh. in. If he was black, he'd be in the Hall of Fame, right, right, <laughs> right in there. And um, you know, Sam Mills got a statue of himself outside of Carolina Stadium. That's where the Hall of Fame should start. If you got a statue where you play, and plus he was great in the USFL. You yep. know, when Jim Moore was his coach for the Philadelphia Stars. He's not in because he's a little man. You know what I mean? 
but he's he's a he's a short guy that had knowledge of the football game, unlike Airbnb, who proved he, he won nothing last night. So I, I would put Sam Mills in. Richard Seymour would never get, get in. Here's another guy if he was black would be in. Zach Thomas would hit everything. This guy would run around and knock your head off for Texas Tech and the Miami Dolphins, a true leader. Zach Thomas can't get in. The biggest neck I've ever seen. Reggie Wayne would never get in. He wasn't even the best receiver on his team. Uh, you know what I mean? And those guys right there deserve, in my opinion, to be in the Hall of Fame ahead of Calvin Johnson. He has time. He's a young man. He quit on the team. He quit on the game. As a young man, he can still walk without a it walker. It was Detroit. And those guys should be in. Huh? It was Detroit. They Dick, sucked the life Dick out of you, Bucky, Jim. Dick Did you Bucky say the same thing played. about Barry Sanders? What you say about Barry and Sanders when he quit Sears. early? When he stopped early, Dick, he retired. Dick Buckus. Dick Buckus. I didn't ask Gale about Dick Buckus. I said Barry <laughs> no, Sanders. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me ask your question first. Uh. Dick Buckus and Gail Sears played for the worst team in football, the Chicago Bears, did. And everybody said they was the greatest of all time. They never quit on their team. They went around and played hard, knocked everybody out, went over the middle, whatever you needed done. Kelvin Johnson was a cherry picking six foot five guy with no heart that ran around with a pink jock strap. And you want him in the doggone Hall of Fame. He's he's he zipped up his pants on the side. <laughs> you want well, me to put him in the Hall of Fame? No, not the first ballot. The, the three Peyton guys. Manning and Charles Woodson are first ballots. There's only five guys went in this year. How's Kelvin Johnson one of them? Because he's one of the greats, all-time talent. He yeah. just went to yeah. a bad yeah. organization. Yeah. Yeah. Jim, listen, oh, man, you're completely off as usual. Did he play in a playoff game? He went to. Did he play for Detroit? That's the answer. If he plays for Detroit, it's a horrible organization. Look at the coach they just hired again. This guy's talking about you knock us down, we're going to bite a kneecap. You knock us down, we're going to bite a kneecap, and then you're fat. This is the kind of insanity they hire. That's why they suck. The GM is trash. You know, they just made a – uh, uh, I don't know how this slipped in their hands, but they did make a good move for Stafford. Yeah, they that got was a good trade. A couple, number, a picks, a couple yeah. number one first-round picks, so maybe they can not mess up every one of them and finally have a decent team. But it's Detroit. That organization Luther, is absolute who you, trash. Who do you think should be in that isn't in the Hall of Fame real quick? Well, listen, I think Reggie Wayne should be in there. Finished with over 1,000 catches, 14,000 yards, 83 touchdowns. He definitely could have been in there. Uh, won a Super Bowl with one of the greatest quarterbacks, Peyton Manning. Him, Marvin Harrison, was one of the greatest duos in receiving history. He should be in there. Also, his postseason receptions, it's just second behind Jerry Rice. He had 93 postseason receptions, 1,254 yards. I mean, come on, this guy has to be in it. If you're second behind, if the only guy better than you is Jerry Rice, you need to be in the Hall of Fame. Also, a guy I'd like to see Sam Mills. You know, Smoking Jim did a good job explaining that. I don't need to add anything on to that. But I would like to see Hines Ward get in there. His numbers weren't great, but when they have to change a rule for you, that means your impact of the game was pretty terrific. You know, they have rules they made because Hines Ward was knocking out the Ed Reeds and breaking guys' jaw and knocking them out of the NFL. They had to change the rules for this guy. Put him in there. He made blocking, uh, you know, fun to watch just as much as receiving. You didn't know if you wanted him to catch a touchdown and you wanted him to catch a body on the field. That's what you wanted to see when you watch Hans Ward. All three of those guys, I believe, should be in. And and um, I'm not sure they will, but I think those those guys should definitely get in pretty soon. My three guys, I, I said it numerous times, Roman Gabriel. Every, Jim thought Roman was in. Everybody thinks Roman Gabriel's in the Hall of Fame. He is not. A guy who does not get any credit, and he played with some teams that ran the ball, but he was one of the best wide receivers I've ever laid eyes on, and that's Harold Jackson. He was incredibly fast, fantastic hands, great route runner. Um, and he was maybe about 5'9", five, 5'8", five, but he was a jackrabbit. And I really, and if you look at his numbers, especially for that era, those are big numbers, and he, sh- he should be in the Hall of Fame. And, of course, Chuck Knox, when he retired, he was behind – uh, Noel Landry and Shula 
and, and I believe Hallis and wins. Now, I know he didn't win the Super Bowl, but he turned three organizations around Rams, Buffalo, and Seattle. He didn't go to winning teams like a Phil Jackson that was already laid out for him. Chuck went mm-hmm. to teams that he had to, re- to rebuild, and he rebuilt them. He not only rebuilt the teams, but he rebuilt a culture around those teams. He did a hell of a job, and he should be in the Hall of Fame without question. Um, anyway, we're going to take a quick commercial break to hear from our sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Dom's Pizza and Sports Bar, and Eric Jackson, Lori, with offices located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. Call, but, uh, you know, I have Adam play the uh, commercials. We'll be right back with Smoke and Jim Frazier and Luther Dupree. Dr. Roscoe, I've been talking to my dad and he seems out of sorts, like he can't understand what I'm saying. It's not just a hearing problem, Jolie. It is a health problem. Even with a mild hearing loss, our risk of dementia doubles with age. So let's improve dad's hearing and his health. Let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding, laughter, and happy memories. Serving the Dubois area for over 20 years, the Roscoe Hearing Care Center in Dubois, Punxsy, and St. Mary's. The hearing solutions you've been looking for. Call us for an appointment today, 814-375-0455. The law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout Western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar. 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Don Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Okay, guys. Uh, yesterday, obviously, was the Super Bowl. Um, we're taping on a Monday. Uh, I enjoyed the game. I believe that uh, Luther's going to deny this, smoking Jim, because he doesn't want to give us credit. I'm almost positive you and I said Tampa. <laughs> And uh, Kansas City in the Super Bowl, oh, and, uh, yeah. and uh, Luther's going to have to go back on the tape. I got to look for some papers, Jim. But Luther will not give us credit. But um, yeah, no, I don't remember the last time <laughs> any of us have picked the same the same Super Bowl finalist. This would be a first in Steel City <laughs> hey, history. Things so happen. I think you guys just jumped on a bad wagon when happen. you saw the game. I don't remember either one of you picking these two teams. Tampa Bay did get some. You know, uh, I think one of you picked Tampa Bay. I did. I don't remember both of you so picking Kansas City and Tampa Bay. And, and real quick, before we let Luther go on, Jim, and, and I want him to go first because I know you want to have a rebuttal. I got to say something again. Smoking Jim always talked about number 45, Devin White, Devin White, Devin White. And I'm going to tell you something. That guy impressed me more and more every week. It seemed like there were six number 45s out there. He is an <laughs> unbelievable player, is he not? And I'm going to tell you something. In my opinion, this guy's a top three. I think he's up there with Donaldson, Aaron Donaldson, uh, T.J. Watt, and Devin Ooh. White. Yep, I'm telling you, Luther. Oh, this guy's big time. He's a big time player. Big time oh. player. I like him a lot. Jim called it, and I, because Jim called it, I, I had my eyes on him then, and he is all over the damn field. And I give him a. I like him a lot. He's a, he's a he's a superstar. Luther, talk about the game and whatever else you, you thought about yesterday. Listen, Devin White. I said it when he came. Uh, you said he should be cut. Pardon me. You said he should be cut. <laughs> yeah, right. I said I wanted the Steelers to draft him, but I was okay getting the second Devin Bush. Devin White is is a monster. He flies around the field with his four or five speed. Definitely uh, was a factor last night. And Kansas City played a horrible game. Andy Reid didn't have his team together, just like apparently he has a lot of trouble keeping his kids together as well. Listen, this game was a, was, was disgraceful to me. How can one team, these are two of the best teams in the NFL, but one team commits eight penalties for 98 yards, a Super Bowl record for penalties? One team. But Brady's team, they get one penalty for five yards in the first half. Maybe this Kansas City did more penalties. Disgrace. Maybe they maybe they made more <laughs> mistakes. They're evenly matched teams. 
Uh, see, see, the, the, the key was the one. It was uh, the Buccaneers were up seven to three. Brady throws a tipped interception, no flag down. Soon as the interception is made, a flag comes out, and they take it back. That was an absolute garbage call. Players were calling out Jalen Ramsey, Darius Leonard, Chris Sims. They all saw the fix was in. Chris this Sims is, is lucky he has a ridiculous job. Chris play. Sims is lucky he has a job. The was absolutely disgraceful. If you want to give Brady, uh, what would it, uh, Chris Sims, say, you know, if you want to call him the king, then crown him because. It was it was over that second quarter after that referee. The time is ticking down. You know they would have five seconds to try to get an end zone. Another phantom penalty on um, uh, the honey badger, Tyrone Matthew. You know Mike Evans runs right into his face, and they call him for a pass interference. Brady threw it out of the end zone, eight rows up, and they call a pass interference. That ball was uncatchable. He didn't hit him. The receiver ran into him, so they put it on a one-yard line, and Antonio Brown gets it. You know, that was it was an absolute disgrace. Kansas City didn't show up. They had a couple taxi drivers. If they had Chris Sims as quarterback, they would have won. It was garbage. If Kansas City <laughs> just laid down. If Andy Reid was worried about his son going to jail. His team wasn't prepared. It was absolute disgrace. But the referees, that needs to, there needs to be an investigation. Is Mahomes better than Chris Sims? I've never no. seen referee in that poor. Is, Chris, is Mahomes better than Chris Sims? Hell no. Chris Sims is one of the best quarterbacks that I've ever laid out <laughs> This is, this, is this lucky. was an absolute That's disgrace for the NFL. Don't the mention it, Chris Sims was, the on whole my show. Thing was garbage. <laughs> Smoking Jim, your thoughts. It, first of all, I gotta agree with some of what Luther was saying. Listen, Kansas City wasn't focused. You know what I mean? Um, I'm glad they lost the game. You got the the head coach of the team. His son is the linebacker coach driving around drunk, probably going to kill a little pretty little girl. Um, you know what I mean? He needs yeah. to go to jail. Half the coaching staff needs to go to jail. Hey, listen, the, the game was lost in the first half because Kelsey didn't seem to be himself. Maybe his black wife is <laughs> cheating on him again. <laughs> they just got back together. Uh, you know, it reminded me when Terry Bradshaw used to be married to JoJo Starbucks, the <laughs> ice skater, and when she would go out of the country. Smoke a penny of loose. One of the few non-gay ice skaters. Oh, Terry Bradshaw couldn't play a lick. <laughs> and that's when it, it took Kelsey was in the fog the whole first half. Hey, listen, the difference in the game, listen, Tom Brady is the, coach, the greatest of all time. Uh, we know that Bruce Arians now deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He's one of the top five coaches of all time. But the difference, Claudio, and you can too, you can relate to this, it was superior coaching. Number one, Tampa what? Bay got 22 coaches. They got two beautiful ladies on their coaching staff, and I'm sure the players appreciate that. But they got Tom Moore, a legendary coach on their staff. Todd Bowles, Byron Leftwich should be getting some conversation of head coach instead yeah. of a, a guy that can't coach like Eric Bieniemy. How about Antoine Randall, a smart guy that could have played quarterback in today's um, NFL? Yeah. Antoine Randall had to play all kinds of different positions. He's a smart kid, plus he was a basketball player. How about Larry Foote? Wasn't any good as a football player, but a great mm. coach. <laughs> Russ, Russ Grimm's son, Cody Grimm, is on the staff. How about hiring Roger Kingdom as their speed coach? Who would ever that. thought that they could get yeah. Roger Kingdom out of Pennsylvania? To go down there in the Tampa Bay, great speed coach. Now I don't know if I would have hired Roger Kingdom because he keeps outrunning the fastest players on the team. He's taking their confidence away. Bruce Arians is putting down his star quarterback Brady, and Roger Kingdom is outrunning all his speedsters. But uh, hey, listen, superior coaching staff coupled with a great leader like Tom Brady, and what can I say about? Antonio Brown. Brady is such a great leader that he offered his wife <laughs> Antonio Brown. He didn't even go to the last two games. 
Tampa Bay is going to win it again next year, Claudio, because they're $40 million under the salary cap. Pittsburgh Steelers got all bummed, and they're over the salary cap. Tampa Bay got the best talent in the league, and they're $40 million under the salary cap. Let's say two more, three P for Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. I think Tom Brady got two more years in him, even though Luther said he was washed up. I think a couple of things that, that stuck out. Number one, I thought that Kansas City was trying to be too cute offensively. Then uh, something hit me, Mike Tyson and Hollifield. When Tyson, the first fight, when he gave him a big shot opening seconds of the fight and, and Hollifield didn't back down and he kept fighting, I think Kansas City was thinking that uh, – not, not not being a bully so much, but I think they were confident that they were going to blow Tampa out. And uh, Tampa, I think, learned from their loss earlier in the season against Kansas City, which you have to give the coaching staff and Todd Bowles a hell of a lot of credit because they, they just attacked Kansas City. And I didn't think Kansas City had any rhythm to their offense at all, whereas what I mean by that is Tampa ran when they wanted to. And, Jim, you and I talked about Fournette, and, and I said the Steelers should have gotten him. But that's another story. But I said, if, if I said with Jones he and Fournette, want, he wanted to play with Brady. They should have you know, offered him more money. He'd have came here. He wanted to play with Brady and took the bare minimum. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but I'm saying um, if, if they had the running game, they had 150 yards between Jones and Fournette. Uh, yes, uh, Fournette. And that made Brady's job easy. Brady, I just did a show an hour ago for a Florida show, Florida Station. And I said, Brady reminded me of uh, – Bob Greasy, how he, he remember they used to call him the surgeon, Jim, and he used to just yeah. just chop, uh, you know, slice up the defense, and that's what Brady did yesterday. Um, Gronk had fresh legs yesterday; he did a great job. But the and, and the field goal kickers on both sides were fantastic. But I just thought that Kansas City, their game plan wasn't good. Then they got flustered; uh, they lost their cool. You can you can blame the refs all you want. I think they lost their composure where, where, where Tampa didn't. And I'll say it again. Devin White is a superstar, top three, top four defensive player in the game. Uh, Tom Brady did his thing. Nothing that Kansas City threw at them uh, was going to fluster him. He did a fantastic job. And, again, uh, Byron Lefwich uh, definitely deserves a coaching job. Uh, he, he did a great job. Um, but I was, I, I think, the assist, the, the entire coaching staff. And I'm, I'm, I also like the call, Jim, fourth and one in the goal. I, I like that. Uh, that he went for it. He didn't make it, but I liked it. All in yeah. all, I thought it was a blowout from from the coaching staff, from one uh, Tampa Bay's coaching staff did a fantastic job against Kansas City's. Um, so, uh, Luther, what else uh, did you think about the game? Listen, I mean, all that is true. Yes, Tampa Bay, very impressed with Todd Bowles. I think he got a raw deal with the Jets. Um, didn't have much talent, a young quarterback. And I think he should get another shot. I mean, that defense that he had, they were fast. They had a, you know, I think he needs another shot for sure. Listen, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, definitely one of the greatest of all time. And and what, what I think, these guys all taking less money to come back. Rob Gronkowski is out partying with, you know, swimsuits models, and he comes back just to play with Brady. Antonio Brown, who knows, he was getting in all kind of trouble he gets it together to come back. Leonard Fournette takes the veterans minimum just to play with a Tom Brady. So they do have $29 million going in there. You added a couple million, Smoking Jim. Once again, your facts are off. <laughs> Listen, they have about $29 million. They're going to lose some of these players. Uh, Chris Goodwin or Shaq Beard may not be back with them. Um, but, yeah, the team is loaded. That defensive line put all kind of heat sure did. on Patrick Mahomes. I've never seen him beat up like that. I thought there should have been a couple more personal fouls. He had one hit. We got hit in the head, and three guys were on his leg. I didn't think he was going to make it up. That was a brutal hit. Um, they just beat him up. That offensive line uh, didn't do, any, do him any favors. And where was Sammy Watkins at? He had no targets, nothing. Right. Triple coverage for Tyreek Hill, double coverage for uh, Travis Kelsey, and he's nowhere to be found. That is their issue. They have to get another receiver um, to help out with Tyreek Hill. But I, I don't know. Something was just missing. And then once they had something going, it seemed like they would get a personal foul or a penalty or a holding. Uh, it just didn't go well. It was very uneventful, one of the worst Super Bowls I've ever seen in my life, 31-9, to but it wasn't very exciting at all. I don't know what was worse, that 
or the halftime celebration with a bunch <laughs> of guys running around with jock straps on their head. It was a, just a disgraceful show. Um, hopefully next year the Super Bowl will be better, and hopefully we can get the Steelers in there. I'd like to see Leonard Fournette look our way as a running back if possible because he looked great. He scored a touchdown in all four of their playoff games yep. in this run. Um, he was saving it for the playoff. They were splitting time, Hillman Jones, and then once the playoff hits, uh, it was Leonard Fournette. And I think he gets in on fourth and one. Uh, early yeah, I agree game. with you. I agree with you. I yeah. thought that could be a, a momentum changer, but Kansas City still did nothing with that. No. With that, uh, once they got it back, you know, they went a couple yards, and then their uh, <laughs> punter shanked another putt. Oh man! So Brady was playing with short fields the entire game. Kansas City D, they they were grabbing, they couldn't tackle. It was just it was just horrible all the way around. So before I maybe, go to maybe my... the game plan is out on how to stop uh, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah, no we'll see if more teams I, I do agree. it. I, I was thinking that, but before I go to my uh, question at the end of the show here, Jim, your thoughts on what Luther said and your final thoughts on the game. Well, we only got an hour. Luther used half of it to give us excuses. Hey, listen. <laughs> Claudio, we talked all the time. It's nothing special. They say Luther said early on that in today's football, you can't play good defense. Tampa Bay proves that wrong. Always said, and Claudio always said, you put pressure on the quarterback. Listen, with with L. Davis used to say, you hit the quarterback hard, you hit him often, and we're going to hit him early. That's right. Mahomes looked like Fran Fran Tarkin and he did, yeah, 30, yeah. 40 yards back. He was Running still for his life. Off. Them guys, them guys was dropping some key passes. Listen, Luther, I thought you loved black coaches. Why you want Todd Bowles <laughs> to get fired again? You giving all kind of excuses. I wanted to get a real shot. The Jets is in a real job during the third coach since he left. He's right. He's right where he needs to be as a defensive coordinator. That's all he is. Hey, listen, milk dug head, milk dug head, uh, <laughs> Leonard Fournette. He was sitting for weeks before Tampa Bay got him. The Steelers could have got him, but, but he uh, wanted to play with Brady. Money talks, though, hey, Luth. Money talks. Hey, hey, he wanted to play with Brady. Evidently, Gronk's coming back, so Brady's wife must got a sister. Somebody is getting drunk and come back. It ain't Brady. He quit on Brady. So it was some other kind of incentive. Hey, listen, he didn't want to play with Bill Belichick anymore. He wanted to have fun and play football. And Tampa Bay it is it. It doesn't matter. Your Pittsburgh Steelers are looking so horrible right now because they fired the greatest coach they had since Chuck Lowe. And all he wanted to be was an offensive coordinator after taking the Steelers to three Super Bowls. They fired Bruce Arians. I couldn't be happy for him and his 95-year-old mama. They thought they <laughs> thought he was going to retire, Jim. He, he told him he was going huh? to retire and change his mind. How's he going to retire? His mom, his mom is 95. <laughs> Bruce is going to live to 100. What do you mean retire? He's only 68 right now. He's a young guy. <laughs> In Arians' years, that's, that's only right, 40. That's right, Hey, I, I like Arians. I, I always liked him. I just didn't like the way he let his quarterbacks get killed. But oh, somehow Brady my. made it work and we, didn't get hit. You know go. in every system his quarterbacks had a lot of interceptions and they were taking hits. Earlier in the season, Brady was getting hit. They made some adjustments, and he wasn't getting any hits anymore. But early in the season, yes, he was getting yes. popped. The offensive line turned into the best offensive line in football because they was blocking, brother. Hey, when you, when you can block and hold because you're blocking for Brady, it's a big difference. Oh, man. How many holding calls no, did the offensive hey. line get last night? Zero. Hey, How about the playoff no, game before no that? Risk. Zero. The playoff no, game before no that? Risk. Zero. No risk it, no biscuit. <laughs> hey, I love, I love the saying. I love the saying. He, you know, he rolled the dice. I like it, man. Oh, man. Bruce Arians definitely did his thing, and and you know, I think we let him go too soon. But him and Ben, Ben was getting killed. Ben wouldn't be playing now if Arians would have stayed any longer because oh, he was getting killed goodness. back there. According to you, 
Courtney, you Ben ain't playing now. <laughs> yeah, Ben, yeah, ben should move on, but it, it looks like the Bills are going to keep him. We're going to get to that in a minute. I, I got one question about Tom Brady, and then we're going to finish up with the Steeler thing. So we're going to take a quick commercial break here from our sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Don's Pizzeria and Sports Bar at 502 Cabot Avenue, Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call Dom at 412-372-3667. And criminal defense attorney Eric jackson Lori with offices located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. Call Eric at 412-372-3667. 412-963-9308. We were right back with Smoking Jim Frazier and Luther Debris. Dr. Roscoe, I've been talking to my dad and he seems out of sorts, like he can't understand what I'm saying. It's not just a hearing problem, Jolie. It is a health problem. Even with a mild hearing loss, our risk of dementia doubles with age. So let's improve dad's hearing and his health. Let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding, laughter, and happy memories. Serving the Dubois area for over 20 years, the Roscoe Hearing Care Center in Dubois, Punxsy, and St. Mary's. The hearing solutions you've been looking for. Call us for an appointment today, 814-375-0455. The law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout Western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar. 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Don Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Okay. Now, everybody's saying, obviously, goat, goat, goat. Brady's the, the greatest. Let me ask you this, Luther, first. Robert Ory won seven championships, okay, uh, in basketball. George won six. Is he better? Uh, Trent Dilfer won one Super Bowl. Dan Marino didn't win any. Is is Dilfer better than Marino? Is Ori better than uh, uh, Jordan? Now, here's what I say. The most talented quarterbacks that I've seen, and now Mahomes is one of them. Marino is one of them. But my Mount Rushmore is, is again, and, and you got to put Brady up there. I'm not saying you don't. I, you right. have to. And, and I gotta, I'm got. i going to do like Jim, uh, 1A and 1B. For me, Bradshaw, this isn't in any order. Bradshaw, Staubach, um, uh, Joe Montana, and Dan Marino. And you got to put Tom Brady up there. Those are my five guys. But And, yes, he's won the Super Bowls without question. But is he a more – do you look at skill? Like he's not, he's not a better quarterback in my opinion – Skill-wise, and Jim, you're a scout. You might disagree, agree, than a Bradshaw, than a, than a Staubach. Um, so do you just say, or a Marino, do you just say, okay, he's the best quarterback ever, or do you label it physically, this guy was better, but he didn't win as many Super Bowls? Like, like how would you word that is my question? Luther. Listen, Tom Brady is an excellent quarterback. You know, not the most talented. You look at his scouting tape. You look at him running that 40-yard dash on scout day. He ran about a 5-1. But as far as leadership, as far as, you know, getting the rest on your side, no. But but, but Brady got to be on the Mount Rushmore. He's definitely one of the top. I still feel that Joe Montana is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen um, because he played where you could actually knock out a quarterback, and he got knocked out a few times. Brady didn't have to play under those rules. He was protected. You couldn't hit him in the knee. You couldn't hit him in the head. You know, so it was a different rule. But he's definitely on the Mount Rushmore. But in my opinion, Joe Cool, Joe Montana is the greatest ever. Um, 49ers took him to a whole nother level. Kansas City got him to the playoffs. And then they, you know, could have possibly gone to a Super Bowl. But, Brady, you got to put the numbers plus the Super Bowl. He's going to have pretty much all the records. Um, I, I look at my yeah, nephew. He was yeah. born when he first came out, and he's still my nephew's an adult now. And Brady's still winning Super Bowls. So longevity, 
has its reasons. I don't think we'll ever see a, a quarterback play till 43, still winning championships, going to another team, leading that team to a championship. So he's definitely in the conversation. Oh, Most gosh, people gosh. say the GOAT, but I say Joe Montana is still the greatest I've ever seen. All right. Smoking Jim? Well, first of all, we ought to call it the Luther Dupree show. I'm glad I get a word in. Here <laughs> is one. Hey, first, first, first of all, uh, Steve Young, Dan Marino, Bradshaw, Stallback, John Elway, and Warren Moon can play, and, Jim, and, and, and Otto Graham can play in any year. Joe Montana, Luther, <laughs> was brittle. Joe Montana was protected in his era, and Joe Montana played in the 70s or the 60s, he had played about two and a half years. And as much as I love Stop. Tom Brady, he's Stop. benefiting from this era. He couldn't play in any year. Tom Brady would have been broke. Deacon Jones and them guys coming, and Merlin Olsen and them guys coming, Mean Joe Green, and, uh, you know, Buck Buchanan and them guys, they take your knees out. You don't have no knees. Joe Namath is another guy that got to be on the list as the, yeah, one of yeah. the greatest of all time. If you say era for era, you can't touch Tom Brady. But if you say all time, Tom Brady's not my top ten. All right. And, now, he, and neither is Joe Montana. Top, you said not your top ten. No. Wow. And Fran Tarkington's another one that could play in any era. Yeah, Fran Tarkington's another yeah, one. It, yeah, he's big time. Now, if Joe you tell Montana me who's the greatest quarterback, the greatest quarter, two quarterbacks of all time, Joe Montana and 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 uh, Brady. But if you say of any era, they could couldn't play in any era, so they're not my top ten. Because uh, here you go, here you go with your little your boxes, Jim. <laughs> hey, did you <laughs> yeah, ever they see? Could, they're, did you ever they're the greatest ever, I, but I if you do you this, young. they're not my top ten. So what are you really saying, Jim? <laughs> Come on, man. I know you're young. And in the pick, city pick league, one side. Sure. Pick one side. Either in your top sure ten or not. If you're if you're if you had the right television coverage, but did you ever see film of Y A Tittle and how he was bleeding from head to toe when his I'm asking you to pick a point. You said they're your top two quarterbacks, but on my all time, if you put all this yeah. in, they're not. So you're saying you're not really making a choice, but dude. But they couldn't play in the 70s or the so 60s. So are so are they in your top? So they're not in your top ten, but they're the two best quarterbacks. Not, not if not if they they couldn't play in the 70s or 60s, but in the era that they played, you got to put them one and two. But if they was in the 70s or 60s, they uh, they're two one years, and two. Period. You can only play in the air. Come on, Jim, with all that garbage. That's that old school play. way of thinking. Either they're good. If you were, if you were a great player in this era, I think you'd be a great player in any era. Joe Namath? Did they play have better knees than Joe Namath? They ain't never got hit in the knees. Brady Luther, was complaining. Brady, Brady tore, listen, somebody, Brady was out what? because he got hit in the knee. They Brady changed the rules because of it. He came back from a torn ACL, Jim. No, that was Mahomes. Mahomes no. was crying because the referee was No, Brady lost the season because he got hit in the knee, and they tore his ACL, <laughs> and they changed the rules so you couldn't hit anybody in the knee anymore. The Tom, Another Tom Brady rule. Oh, Ben changed. So, yeah, yeah, because yeah, of him. No, no, like because of him. Because of him. Jim, I don't go care look it up. How, I don't, I don't he got care hit how in much weed Jeremy eat. I don't care how much weed Jeremy eat. He get broken up, man. <laughs> you had guys named Mad Dog. You had a guy from Denver named Tombstone. Do you know about Tombstone, Lou? Oh, Google Jim. Tombstone. Listen, listen. They can play in any era. They're two of the greatest of all time, no matter how you slice it. They're playing against guys 300 pounds running 4-5. Get up out of here with that, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Tombstone Jackson, look it up, Lou. He's oh, a monster, Jim. man. NFL film. Not take it aside. It's yes or no, and yes, they are two of the greatest of all time. <laughs> you see all where right. I'm coming from, don't you, Claudio? I, I know what you're saying. It, it, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, we know what you're saying. You're not trying to pick a side. That's what you're. That's what you're saying. <laughs> well, you, you're doing that political game. Who? Yes, if you do you that. But no, if you do that, I can't be wrong if I don't pick a side. That's what you're doing. I bet you Roman Gabriel. He used to get the hell knocked out of him. 
Yeah, that's another. Roman Gabriel's another one that could play in any year. See, <sighs> Luther's mad because he don't understand because I don't speak Ebonics. I'm trying, <laughs> Luther. I didn't go to Howard. University. Come on, Lou. Yeah, okay. Could Patrick Mahomes play in any era? Yes. That too could play in any era. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But but Brady, Brady, who just beat him, couldn't play in any era, right? No, he couldn't. He couldn't play in the 60s or 70s. Could could Lamar Jackson play play in any era? Could Josh Allen play in any era? He can't. Lamar Jackson. Oh, I know he got an MVP in this era. I know he got an MVP in this era. If they get him some weapons. He probably could win a Super Bowl. Who is he throwing to? He's not throwing to Antonio Brown. He's throwing to Antonio Brown's small cousin. Get him some weapons. Another one with no heart. Another one with no heart. You want to put him in the Hall of Fame with Calvin Johnson? Who? Who has no heart? Hollywood Brown ain't got no heart. He alligator more arm. He's not his cousin. They need to get him a number one receiver. Hollywood Brown is a number two at best. For what? For him to overthrow and underthrow and throw it in the dirt? Come on. Man. Okay, let's see. Let's see if they get him Julio Jones, which is rumored. Hey, real, real quick. Yeah, Julio, Julio ain't going there. Okay. Hey, listen, guys, know when somebody can't throw, Lou. He can't throw. I love him. He's exciting, but he can't throw. You gotta you give him weapons. You gotta give him some weapons so he can throw. If his last name was Winooski, you'd be saying the same thing I'm saying. Hey, <laughs> I, I love a mobile the, quarterback. Josh that. Allen is oh, a yeah. mobile quarterback. That's the future. I can hear your dad now talking about Bobby Douglas. He shouldn't be in the league. Hey, Bobby Douglas was good <laughs> time. He was Lamar tough. Lamar Jackson is Bobby, a black Bobby Douglas. But he, he, oh, he was tough. Gosh. Hey, last thing, Steelers <laughs> next year. What are you looking at record-wise, Luther? Ooh, man, that, that 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 schedule was brutal, and we really don't know who they're going to bring back and who not, so it's really going to be hard to say. I think they can win nine or ten games. I'm hoping Dupree is back. They got to sign my cousin Bud Dupree. The defense really took a nosedive after he, let, after he uh, went off the field, hopefully – Devin Bush will be back. He'll be motivated by the other Devin that played in the Super Bowl uh, yesterday. Oh I think they could go 9-7, and 10-6, fight for the AFC North. And once you get in the playoffs, who knows? Kansas City's going to have to let some guys go because Mahomes' big contract kicks in. Right. So they, oh, may yeah. not be as, yeah. they may not be as deep as they were this year. You know, hopefully they can get uh, a running back. Maybe Le'Veon Bell realizes that he made a mistake and comes back. There's a lot of work to do, so you have to give them an incomplete at this time. Uh, But I think I I understand that. Okay, I said Luther. What do you think? I mean, smoking Jim. I'm sorry. Um, They're 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 average team with a with a below average coaching staff and and an equally below average ownership and GM. They're eight and eight team. Hopefully, they can steal a couple games and get to ten and six and get a wild card. Baltimore and Cleveland is the best two teams. You in the think league. ten and six? Wow, I'm thinking more eight and eight. No, I'm thinking eight and eight too. I'm saying that hopefully they can. Well, you, you know he doesn't. Get, you know he always gets three different six. answers, Claudio. <laughs> he said eight and eight, nine and ten seven, six. and ten and six. <laughs> uh, uh, guys, you're the best. I, I love having you guys on. As I always say, I always look forward to having you on. I, you guys, I know the fans love you. My uncle in Italy loves you. I don't think he understands what the hell you're saying, but he enjoys having you. But uh, but no, I, I appreciate you guys coming on, and we'll obviously have you guys on again. And uh, thank you for coming on. Look forward to being on uh, Steel City Sports World here soon. Oh, appreciate you, Claudio. Thanks for having us. Hey, Jill, man, stop with that fake news, please. <laughs> Oh, he he hang up already, Dan. <laughs> All right, I guess he's off. Oh, All right, dang. that was quick. <laughs> I, how about if I had one more question? His Obama just, phone cut off, man. It's the minutes. It's Whoa, minutes. Yeah, this cricket. Remember cricket? His <laughs> minutes it ran out, or he didn't charge it up. Who knows with Jim? Know. All right. Well, everybody, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for our sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Don's Pizzeria and Sports Bar at 502 Cabot Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania, and criminal defense attorney Eric jackson Lori with offices located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. Call Eric at 412 412- 
800-963-9308. Don't forget, my new book is out. Lead from the heart up, not the neck up, how to create a positive winning culture on the field and in the office. It's on sale now at my website, ClaudioRalsano.com, Amazon.com, JohnMelvinPublishing.com, and BarnesandNoble.com. It's also available at Barnes & Noble and Robinson Township. As always, thank you, Rick Mitchell, for the introductions, and Adam Zaluth, my great producer. Uh, continue listening to our show. We have great guests coming up, but we have a bunch of great guests, uh, past shows, guys like Mario Andretti a few weeks ago, Jerry Cooney, uh, Vince, Vince Ferragamo, Robin Cole, uh, Ken Griffey Sr. You know, just scroll down the uh, menu and you'll see a bunch of great guests. Rocky Blyer. Um, again, a lot of great people that uh, have been on the show. I appreciate their time being on. And uh, as always, want to thank the listeners and continue with the great emails. And again, as always, thank you, Mom and Pop. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to the Claudio Rosano Show brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Be sure to tune in next time on ClaudioRosano.com. talking to my dad and he seems out of sorts like he can't understand what i'm saying it's not just a hearing problem jolie it is a health problem even with a mild hearing loss our risk of dementia doubles with age so let's improve dad's hearing and his health let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding laughter and happy memories serving the dubois area for over 20 years the roscoe hearing care center in dubois punksy and st mary's the hearing solutions you've been looking for call us for an appointment today The law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar. 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Don Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you.